The South African Institute of Chartered Accountants, SICA, this week revoked former SAA Director Yake Kunana's membership following the outcome of her disciplinary hearing. Kunana is a former SAA board member who came into the spotlight when she used the fat cake analogy at the Commission into State Capture to justify cancelling an 85 million rand contract and handing it to subsidiary Air Chefs without a tender. The tender was initially awarded to LSG Sky Chefs. Kunana served as a board member member at the National Carrier between 2009 and 2016. And this is what she said during her testimony to the State Capture Commission in November of 2020. I made an example, a very easy example, of the fat cakes. I wouldn't go next door and buy fat cakes and leave my child's fat cakes here. Even if I had a challenge with them, if I have a challenge with them, I would say, reduce the baking powder, Add this and this and this so that it can be to the customer satisfaction. Ms. Quinana, what was my question? Forgotten about it. No, but the question remains how could you have approved a contract you did not know? Chair, I didn't think that this is a contract. I thought we were approving only the terms and conditions, not the whole contract. The whole contract would have the whole lot of Ms. Quinana, the price and everything. Ms. Quinana, and then the terms of conditions. Ms. Quinana, you are a chartered accountant. Hmm. The Saika Disciplinary Committee found Kunana guilty of 13 of the 14 charges against her. According to the committee, Kunana is not a fit and proper individual to be a member of the profession and has been fined 6.1 million rands. 6.1 million rands for all 13 of her charges. To explain this decision, we're joined now on the line by the CEO of Saika, Freeman Nomvalo, who joins us now on the line. Thank you very much. Mr. Nomvalo, good morning uh, to you here. There are many questions, and when people just listen back to, to that clip, of course, we'll remember just how ridiculous that particular analogy was. But the shock, right, with which uh, the, really some of the, the responses that, that one heard really throughout the, throughout the commission from Ms. Kunana herself as well, uh, the shock that and, and, the, and the irritation, if you will, also from, from now Chief Justice um, Zondo um, at, at, at some of the responses that, that came from there. I, explain to us the reasons that were, that were given, right, as to um, the decision that, was now, uh, that has since now been taken by yourselves and how you then got to the 6.1 million rands um, fine that you've now handed down to her. Good morning, Sir and good morning to your listeners. Um, the, the the charges, the details of the charges are on the on the website, and I'm not going to go over them. Uh, yeah. But safe to say that, as you pointed out, uh, she was charged with thirteen. Uh, there are thirteen charges. There are fourteen charges. Fourteen. And one of the charges was withdrawn, and all the 13 charges that remained, she was found guilty. And the sanction imposed was a number of things. Uh, one, it was that she's not fit and proper, and therefore should be excluded as a member of Saika with immediate effect. Uh, and uh, the other one was that we published that, obviously, in our content, it's a monthly magazine. Uh, and also over and above the 6.1 million uh, in the additional cost that we will get. 
except for the cost of ensuring that people are safe when they come to the hearing. So the makeup of the 6.1 million is on two charges, charges three and nine, which there's a fine of 300,000 rand per charge, and uh, for the other remaining 11 charges, a fine of 500,000 rand per charge, which makes up that 6.1 million. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is about basically breaking the code of professional conduct of mm-hmm. the Mr. Novolo, if there was no commission, um, state of capture commission, which which was an, an, really an, an exceptional uh, process, still is, many questions, of course, still remain unanswered, even a billion rounds later after that particular process. If that didn't happen, is there a, a mechanism through which Saika, as a body, is able to identify uh, members members of, of the profession who are violating the code, who are not fit, fit and proper? So would you have been able to identify Ms. Quinana as somebody who's not fit and proper to practice as a chartered accountant in, in, in this country if the Zondo Commission did not happen? We, we follow all alleged misconducts, irrespective of the source of the allegation itself. Uh, some come through uh, the aggrieved people uh, uh, reporting our members to us. Some are picked up by yourselves in the media, and we follow up on those. Uh, and, and some would come through uh, people being charged with criminal conduct. Uh, out there in the courts and we realize this person is our member and we follow up because our, our members are supposed to hold themselves to the highest ethical standards mm. irrespective of the undertaking that they do. We also follow up on all cases irrespective of where the case first emerges. And so with or without the state capture, we would have followed up on this matter. Would you say, though, that they, they may very well be others who uh, are, you know, could be accused of uh, su- such poor conduct, of, of being, um, you know, not fit, of not being a proper individual to be a member of, of the profession that, that you may perhaps miss, right? Because it, they, maybe their cases aren't as public as, as what the, the Capture Commission was. And, and maybe, you, you know, they, they haven't been reported as, as yet. Maybe no allegations have been leveled as yet. So, Asaka, you, you wouldn't actually know whether or not uh, you, you have members who are misbehaving. Well, I think that if a member uh, does shorty work to uh, a client of his or hers, it is incumbent upon that client to raise the alarm. Without that client raising an alarm, it is impossible to know. It's it's just impossible to know. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say that we have covered everybody that we could, we could, we have dealt with every case we could potentially deal with, but every case that we become aware of, we follow up on those cases. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you say that uh, Saika is? making an example here so as to dissuade anybody else, any other uh, member of, of the profession from from uh, behaving in, 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 a, in a way that Jacob Quinana did? I wouldn't use the word to making an example because the process has to be objective. The process has to, the sanction has to fit uh, the severity of the offence uh, that has been committed. 
So it is not about making an example, but about ensuring that we hold our members accountable and the, the punishment that is meted out does the, uh, uh, the, 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 the severity of the, of the, of the offence. As well as, of course, we intend to make sure that when we do so, when our members are held accountable, they become more careful about the things that they do. They uphold the standards that we expect them to uphold. But it's not about just making an example. It's about otherwise that will miscarriage of justice. Mm-hmm. In in general, though, I think the expectation from highly learned individuals, from from professionals, um, is is that the conduct would be better. But as we saw, and as was surfaced by the State of Capture Commission, incredibly qualified, highly highly skilled people were a key part of the capture of the state. For your profession, in in your view, Mr. Nomvala, what sort of work needs to be done to, to ensure that people... Um, uphold again the highest values of, of, of the profession, but also are are not are not caught in and benefiting um, from from dodgy dodgy dealings as as we show here from from dereliction really of, of their responsibilities um, uh, in the in the very senior roles that, that they take take on. At, at what level, I suppose, should should th- these sort of conversations be be taking place? Is it while well, people are still are still students as a professional body? What sort of work are you doing to to remind people really of of, of the very, very high standards that are expected of them to hold. First, your, 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 background, your laying the background to your question first underscores a very important point, that in our society, we should not look at the position that people hold, but look at the conduct and the actions that they do and hold them accountable on that basis and have absolutely no regard that a person holds a particular position. Otherwise, our country would not go anywhere. So that's the first important point, that we, we have to make sure that the eyes of justice are blind in as to the position or the status of the individual. Secondly, we do a lot of things. One, uh, we obviously, as we learn some of the uh, offenses that happen, we review our code of criminal conduct so that it is up to date, that it captures the issues as, as uh, they obtain in the current environment. We make sure that we, 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 ha- we expose that to our members. We run sessions to help our members to think about when they face ethical dilemmas, what, what, way, what ways in which they should apply their minds in, uh, in, 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 in deciding on the way forward in those circumstances. Mm-hmm. So we run a number of uh, events that seek to enable members to figure out how do they navigate ethical dilemmas. Sure. And that is meant to make sure that members first are, are conscious of their responsibilities and two, they are able to navigate uh, the situations that they find themselves. Mm-hmm. Because it's better to prevent than to have to respond afterwards. When you respond yeah. afterwards, damage is done. Yep, absolutely. We'll have to park it there uh, this morning. Let me thank you very much for your time with us, uh, Freeman Nomvalo, CEO of the South African Institute of Chartered Accountants, SICA.